Hey there, I'm Carmen. And I'm Christine. Welcome to the conversation. You can always find us on your Hope Coach podcast with Carmen Horn or on YouTube at Christine Brown. Either way, we're glad you're here. So let's get started. Hi, Carmen. Good to see you right here at the beginning of the new year. Yes. Good morning. Good to see you in this cold January morning. Cold for Louisiana. It is. It is. It's cold over here in Texas, too. And I am staying in and I'm thankful this morning for a warm house and for heat. Yes. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I had several heaters going on around here this morning. So, you know, it was it's good. Warmth is good. (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, Christine. What's our topic today? We want to jump right in there, value their time. So let's just jump in and say, what's our topic today? Yeah, we've been talking about this and looking at what we wanted to talk about to start the new year. And we are going to talk about how to live in grace while doing the uncomfortable work of growth. And I know that sounds a little hard. So I'm going to say, <laughs> listeners, don't leave. Don't. I right. hope I didn't scare you off because I use the word uncomfortable and I use the word growth. And you might be thinking right now, nope, that is not something I want to talk about, (laughs) but hang with us because there is hope. There is hope. Yes. And there is good to be said about doing the uncomfortable work of growth. So we're going to dive into that topic today. That's right. We offer help today. Yes, absolutely. Because when you think about the things we talk about at the beginning of the year, I know there's a lot of debate usually about resolutions and whether or not it's good to make resolutions. But even if you're not a resolutions person, you know, a lot of times we talk about setting goals at the beginning of the year or Mm -hmm. making changes to, you know, that affect how we want to live our lives. Yeah. And all of those things are good and important. But when you think about it, all of those things are kind of about the work that we are doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to throw this question out there and say, what would it be like if instead of looking at the work that God wants us to do or the work that we want to do to improve our lives and Mm -hmm. instead look at the work that God wants to do in us. Mm -hmm. So we're looking more internally at the growth that needs to happen in our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. That can feel, that can feel ouchy sometimes. (laughs) It can. And that's why we said, you know, it is uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but I think it's important to also to know that it doesn't mean that we're going to discount the grace that we have. And sometimes Mm -hmm. as, as Christians, I know that I can almost use grace as an excuse to Mm -hmm. get away from the uncomfortable work of growth because, you know, I've made mistakes in the past and, and I say, okay, well, grace covers that. And it does. Mm -hmm. It's covered by the blood. It is. (laughs) It is. Grace offers that freedom through Jesus Christ that we have. Mm -hmm. But we also know that God wants us to continue to grow in maturity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, um, I have a really good resource for this because there is a difference between condemnation and conviction. There is a difference. We we should covet conviction from God. Right. Condemnation, we have no, con- once we surrendered our life to Jesus Christ, we've asked him to, to be the Lord of our life. Uh, we have no more condemnation. Yeah. Uh, conviction, if we feel condemned, that's not of him. But we are blessed with the pain of conviction. Mm-hmm. And I have a really good resource for that. 
I might have offered it before, but I can't remember. It's called the, it shows uh, a di the difference between condemnation and conviction. And I want to offer that again. If you already have it, this is a reminder to, to check it out again. And if you have not, be sure and download that because it's a really important thing for us to, to realize that there is a difference between condemnation and conviction. And we want the pain of conviction. Well, I'll definitely, we'll include the link in the show notes because I think the clarity of that is important, especially related to what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned that because let me go ahead. I'll read our key verse that we're going to be looking mm -hmm. at today. And it speaks specifically to this. Mm -hmm. It talks about grace, but then I think it also gives us an important clarification. And that verse is in Romans chapter five, it's verses 20 and 21. And I'm going to read the new King James version. It says, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. And that's the part we often hear quoted. But yeah. then it goes on to say in verse 21, so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm -hmm. So to me, it says that, yes, we have that grace and Jesus is the embodiment of grace and truth but grace might reign through righteousness. So I feel like I need to continue to grow and become more like Christ. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I was just thinking about where, where I think it was Paul talked about getting off milk and getting on meat, mm. you know, yeah. and that's, that's part of that growth process. You know, we just don't stay um, yeah. in that one spot, you know? Yeah, we, you know, grace is freedom from condemnation, mm -hmm. like you said, of our past sins, but we also need to continue to grow in righteousness to become more mature. And that's yeah. what Paul was talking about was that maturity. So mm -hmm. if we do, if we open ourselves up to that and say, okay, Lord, I am willing to allow you to do a work in me. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do right here at the beginning of the year to make that commitment? How would I, how would I start? Well, the great place to start is to understand that growth's not going to happen without a struggle. There, there's got to be a struggle involved. There's, there's some uncomfortable. No, <laughs> I just made a face. If you're listening on the podcast, I just made a face. And <laughs> no, it, you know, it's growth is, is painful it, it, because change is painful. And that's why we avoid it as much as possible. Right. You know, um, but the, the, the interesting thing about it is that pain is a gift. Pain is a gift. If you have a physical pain, there are people that don't feel pain and that's scary in their physical bodies, you know, but pain is a gift. And when you feel pain, you know, okay, something needs to change. If I feel pain in my physical body, then I need to investigate that and find mm -hmm. out what's the problem, you know, especially if it lingers, you know, uh, and same thing for ourselves spiritually and emotionally. If we feel pain, if we're uncomfortable, if, um, if we feel distressed over something, okay, well, what is that? What is God trying to show me here? What, what's going on that I need to address? So it is a gift. Pain is a gift, whether it's physical or it's a heart pain. It is a gift because it alerts us that there's, that there is a problem. Um, in the mess in James one, two and four in the message. And I, uh, the message is not my study Bible, but it's one that I do refer to from time to time. Cause I just like to hear Eugene Peterson has such a unique way of paraphrasing scripture. And so in James one, two, and four, part of that 
that paraphrase that he did was, so don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. So try not to get out of what's going on with you prematurely. Let it do its work. That speaks to my heart. That that brings a little a little Holy Spirit conviction to me. And I know it's the Holy Spirit because I know that that's a problem that I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. And when I think about how many times in our struggles, what's our initial reaction? You know, our initial reaction is we want God to remove it. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I believe that God can, he's a miracle worker. He can move that mountain. He -hmm. can heal instantly. He can do those things, but there are times when God allows that pain. He allows us to walk through something and to be able to say, okay, Lord, you know, this is, I don't see you removing this, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to pull back from you because that's mm-hmm. what I want to do sometimes if I don't see God answering instantly is that I want to withdraw from him. Mm-hmm. But instead, I think that leads us right to that second thing that we need to do once we've acknowledged that growth happens through suffering is to invite God into it mm-hmm. right from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Because if we can say, okay, I'm inviting you in. I know that I haven't heard an answer, but that doesn't mean you're not here. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you don't care. Mm -hmm. I may have to go through this. So Lord, please walk through this with me. Mm -hmm. And that's something for me that full disclosure, I've had, you know, I've struggled with in the past. That's an area of growth that I continue to work on. Mm -hmm. And I talked about that Um, a lot in my last book, Cinched, where I explained about my journey through healing from cancer because it Mm -hmm. involved, it was a long process and I wasn't always good about inviting God in right from the beginning. And that was part of my learning and growing and spiritual maturity was to, to learn how to invite God into the process sooner, Yes, to learn how to trust him sooner. Because I would get through it and realize that I was living with a lot of panic and worry and anxiety and struggle and uh, turmoil Mm -hmm. and then look back and say, oh, you know, I should have, I should have invited God in so that I could find that peace and find that hope Mm -hmm. and then kind of condemn myself, you know, for not Mm -hmm. doing that. So that's something that I've I've had to learn how to do yeah. was to invite God into the process sooner so that I could, um, could grow in my ability to trust him more. Yeah. Yeah. And look at that grace that you offered yourself. You didn't, you know, you know, don't berate yourself because you didn't do it from the very beginning because that's so hard to do humanly, but you, uh, the grace you offered yourself as you, t- as you look back on this is I want to do it sooner. Right. I want to do it sooner. You know, I want to find out, I want to ask him sooner. What do you have for me in this? What are you trying to teach me? What should I learn? What, you know, those kind of things. You want to start doing that sooner than you did before. And that's, that's a grace filled way to handle growth. That mm-hmm. uncomfortable feeling of growth, you know? Yeah. Right. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to accept that growth without that for me, without self-condemnation, that was, Mm -hmm. you know, I would start to berate myself a little bit and say, Oh, Mm -hmm. you should, you should know better. But 
that's a good time. Like you said, for, to remember the grace that we live under as I'm mm-hmm. growing, I also have great, the grace of the process. I'm not always going to get it right. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my book grace maps talks a little bit about that, you know, uh, well, it's really the whole book is that that's the premise is God's with us to the whole journey, right. For mm-hmm. every step of the way. And we don't always see that in the beginning, Yeah, but we can look back on it and see where God's hand was. You know, if, if he had done it the way I wanted it here, then this wouldn't have happened. Then this wouldn't have happened. So it was better that he did it the way he did it because then that led to this, which led to this, you know, and so his hand is with us all along the way. And that's a great way to look back on and grace map starts at the very beginning of your life. So it doesn't matter how long it's been. You can still learn something from what God allows in your life. You can still learn something. As long as you're on this old earth, you're still learning. You're still growing. God's still got a plan. Your purpose has not been fulfilled. And so you can look back and see where his hand was. Oh, um, absolutely. The entire absolutely. time. I feel inspired that it's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late to look back on something. And those things that we learned something before, God is always showing us new things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been through some tough stuff that I think I don't want to learn no more about this. So help me figure it out. That's been my prayer. Help me figure it out right now. That's true. I don't want to do this again. Yes. On that same note, I I prayed. I don't want to go around this mountain again, Lord, (laughs) but I still go. I still do. He knows when I need to. And when I'm, you know, ready to move on to the next one. (laughs) No, I know. Well, this has been a great conversation today, Carmen. I'm so glad that we, um, talked about this and I'm feeling motivated to start the new year. And I hope our listeners are as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is our podcast anniversary. So we are, we podcasted for a year. We'll just want to thank everybody for hanging in there with us as we learn. And as we grew through the year, uh, being to be a podcaster and a YouTube host, we're uh, with thank everybody for that. Yes. Thank you all so much for joining us. We look forward to another year of conversations to help us uh, grow in our faith and Mm -hmm. also strengthen our hope. Yeah. Yep. Talk to you soon. Bye, friend. Bye.